Hello and welcome to the WordPress Chick Podcast. Brought to you by the WPChick.com. WordPress explained for those of us who get headaches when we hear words like PHP and functions, but want to make money with their WordPress sites. No boring code snippets here. Just WordPress happiness made easy. Now, here's your host, Kim Doyle, the WordPress Chick. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. What up, everybody? Last episode before Christmas, not of the year. The year end review will be next week. Welcome to the WordPress Chick Podcast. I am your host, Kim Doyle, the WordPress Chick. Oh, goodness. 2016 is almost done. Can I get an amen? <laughs> I'm in rare form today. Bear with me. I'm going to paint a little scene for you guys, though. I I mentioned on the show before that there's an app that I use called Hipster Sound, and it is just spelled like it sounds, hipstersound.com. Well, they have done this new, I, I, it's premium, but it's, I want to say I paid $14 for the year. So you get just some more options for sounds. And I am a huge fan of ambient sound, and I love being able to layer sounds, which is what you could do with this one. Well, now they added this like, a call. I don't know. It's they added it's kind of like a screensaver for it. And so there's a daytime setting and a nighttime setting, but it's cool because it looks like it's raining on your screen. <laughs> you know, like you're looking through a window that the rain is hitting the window. Um so I have that on my right monitor and I'm recording on the left. So I'm all chill. I got the good vibes going. Um I might sound a little mellow. I'm in a lovely mood though. So <laughs> We're going to have fun either way. So today we're going to talk about haters, self-promotion, and lead generation. And yes, that was haters as in haters going to hate. Paint? Wow. <laughs> we're off to a good start. Haters going to hate. Oh, man. You know, I, after what? It, well, March will be nine years in this business. And there are some things I just don't think I'll ever wrap my head around. And one of those things are the haters. You know, those people who get totally bent out of shape by something that is absolutely not worth the energy expended. And so I've got a couple examples. So if you're listening, check out the post if you if you feel like seeing a couple of these. And then I shared a little bit of this this morning uh, in an email to my audience and um, got like five or six responses right away. They're like, we love your emails. So again, if you're not on the list, I have been emailing pretty frequently. I call it my almost daily email. The goal is daily. Um, I might throw some shorter emails in between, but these have kind of turned into mini blog posts. And ideally, I'm just sharing an experience, something I've done in my business, a tool, an app, a plugin, something I found. But ideally, it's always a value, right? I'm not just talking about, you know, running errands and thoughts I had or something. So, and no judgment in that, but that that's not what these emails are. So... <laughs> What spurred this whole thing is I'd sent out an email on Monday and the subject line was, I wish I had done this sooner. And basically I was sharing that I, I simply took a couple hours. Uh, was, I think it was just Monday this week, a couple hours. And I said, okay, you know, I'm a big fan of co-schedule and I still need to just reach out and say, I have to have you guys on the show. Um, but I'm a big fan of co-schedule and I've really been making a very concerted effort to, Use the tools I pay for, right? <laughs> Novel idea. And CoSchedule is one of them. So I, I just keep diving deeper into this app. 
And, um, and I, I know I keep saying, sorry if I've said this before or whatever, but if you are remotely interested in any sort of SaaS product or doing something like that, if you follow, just subscribe to the CoSchedule blog, even if I don't use the tool. Following the evolution of that company has been fantastic. Anyway, so what I did is Monday morning, I said, okay, they've got this brand new requeue feature, which basically you set up categories and then you you select content of your own on your site, whether it's yours or someone else's, whatever. And what the requeue will do is go into your social calendar where you're sharing calendar and fill in holes where there isn't anything. So I started setting up um, I've got WordPress WP Chick content, which is basically just blog posts. I have WP Chick podcasts, which obviously is a podcast. And then, of course, I have um, landing pages. So I hadn't set up the landing pages just yet. Um, so anyways, I had set up these landing pages, and I simply hadn't added them to RQ yet because I needed to go in and add the featured images to the posts. So I did that. So I said, okay, the goal obviously is to build a, an audience, right? That's part of our business. And I did a survey to my list and everybody said they wanted help growing their audience with lead generation. So this was very relevant. Now, this is obviously everybody by meaning the people who responded to the survey. So I took a couple hours Monday morning. I made sure that I just did two landing pages for right now, guys. I And I put in the featured image, which means when that post is shared, that's the image when it's shared socially, that is the image that will appear. And then I also did a Twitter specific image and a Pinterest specific image because I use social warfare. And social warfare will will then share the correct size image for those posts, right? Like you don't want to use a Twitter size image on Pinterest. So I took the time to do this. And then I went into CoSchedule and I added my landing pages to be recued. I started by sharing one of them, which is the new lead magnet I have, and it's the one-page WordPress marketing plan. So I put that into requeue for the day, and I was floored because within like an hour, I think I'd had seven opt-ins of it being shared. The other one I scheduled for later because like I, I'm not going to, even though I assume that you know the majority of people who follow me socially are not all going to see everything at the same time, which would be super awesome if they did, but we know that's not the case. So I thought, okay, well, I want to spread out when I'm sharing my own lead magnet, right, and opt-in offers. So I just, all this email was about was sharing the results of this and that it really worked. And I don't even think the email was for, what did I link to? I honestly don't remember even what I linked to in the email. Oh, I do. <laughs> I was linking to the free plugin called Leadin, which it's now got some wordy name. But if you search the WordPress plugin repository for Leadin, you'll find it. It's by HubSpot. So basically, when people opt in any leads or forms that are filled out on your site, you get this email from the plugin that basically shows a history of the visitor, what page they opted in for. So I knew right, <coughs> excuse me, I knew right away that it was from having shared that landing page. Because um, all I wanted to do was share that this worked. And my point in this whole, whole email Monday was simply that you need to put your business first. And when you take the time to set these things up, because now that will automatically get shared to my calendar when there's holes, you know, sporadically. And I think I scheduled it maybe once next week and then a month later, whatever. But either way, my point (laughs) 
was I got great results in less than 24 hours. And I'd say total, again, in less than 24 hours was probably 10 or 15 opt-ins, 10 to 15 opt-ins, just from that action that doesn't include anybody opting in anywhere on my site. Okay. So I kept this email response. Wow, that was a really long intro, wasn't it? (laughs) For um, uh, haters can hate. I get this email and all it says is stop these emails. And the word stop is all caps. Oh, and it's funny. I thought there were six exclamations. I'm looking at the email and there's like 10. (laughs) And I just thought, whoa, settle down, tiger. Like what? (laughs) What are you so worried about? You know, I... I'm not going to go into the whole Ben Settle daily email thing. I I do need to have him on this show. and But I've talked about it. You guys, it works. (laughs) It just flat out works. Um, And I should share some of the emails I got today, except that I did close my email app. Um, But (laughs) the same email, mind you, the same methodology, um, I got an email a couple months ago, and I'm glad I took a screenshot of it. And it said, Kim, I love your email marketing. You're killing it. Little heart, Sarah. So my point in in sharing this little uh, story with you guys, you know, is two reasons. First reason is because it's kind of funny. I just, I, I really, I don't get it. I do not get the purpose and being bent out of shape. Um, I, you know, it, it just, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense to me. And if you're going to get pissed, I'm going to use it for content. I'm just telling you that right now because there's something to learn from that. I think there's value in hearing that. You know, I think I'm a pretty nice person, right? I don't, I don't put out hate into the world, but doesn't mean I'm everybody's cup of tea. Totally fine. But the second reason is because obviously the more you put yourself out there, the more you share, the more you show up, and the more you do your thing, the more likely it is that you're going to rub somebody the wrong way, regardless of your intention. You know, so I pretty much thanked him for the content and comic relief. And then I went about my day and I, I did go to unsubscribe him, but he, you know, and all of his anger made, was able to figure that out himself. So I just, I don't care. I don't want to say I don't care. That sounded really like, I just, I don't understand the purpose. There's plenty of things I unsubscribe to, too many things I've unsubscribed to that then I go back to later. It's, you know, I'm gone are the days where I'm just like, here's how to do this with a WordPress plugin. That's not what my business is about. That's not what I enjoy doing anymore. Doesn't mean I'm not, I'm not going to do plugin tutorials, but anyways, um, it, it's just funny to me. So there you have it. And, and just by sharing that in my email today, it was fun to get these. We love your emails. I love this. You know, happy holidays. Keep it at it. You know, we love your blog post. I'm like, awesome. And again, guys, my engagement rate has gone up. My traffic has gone up. Sales have gone like, it's just anyways. So there's my, uh, haters story for you today. And I wouldn't say he's a hater. He really wasn't. He just, um, I don't, you know, just angry person. Simadana. You guys remember that SNL skit? Have you seen that? Simadana. Okay, let's talk about self-promotion because I, I think this is one of the biggest issues for people. And it is probably one of, if not the hardest thing I've had to overcome to work on and to deal with in my business. Like ever, you guys. It wasn't learning how to do anything technical. It was getting over this fear of, of, um, I, I don't, I don't know if it's offending, being spammy, not wanting to look at me, look at me, look at me, right? And I'm going to come out, I'm, I'm going to come right out and say that for some reason, unbeknownst to me, 
this seems to be a common problem for a lot of women, at least the women I know. Men don't seem to have as hard of a time with this concept. And I know I'm generalizing, but just trust me on this. This is based on my, you know, six degrees of separation in terms of people that I know. But let's take a look at John Perez, right? You know, John, I love him to pieces. But John has no problem promoting his stuff. He will blast it everywhere and scream from the rooftop that he's written something, created something, is selling something, has a discount. They've got spots open. It doesn't matter. You know, his biggest challenge is in having more time to do all of it, really. Somehow with a full-time job, a wife and two small children, he manages to continue to grow his business and continue working towards the lifestyle he wants. And from that, you know, you have to step back and say, well, God, if I don't promote me, who's going to? You know, I used to simply write my post and then I'd share it and kind of be done with it. I was not diligent about emailing. Anybody who's been on my list for years knows this. Um, You might hear from me sporadically and now you can't stop hearing from me. And and I'm going to tell you when I even, even starting that, starting the frequent emails was like, eek, (laughs) I was really nervous about it. Um, But I knew that I liked receiving it. I liked learning. I liked paying attention and seeing what I could pull out of it. And that was, that was truly the intention. It was experimental. It was an intention, but a ton has come out of it. Um, But, you know, let's stop and think about this for the minute. For the minute, right? Not a minute, but the minute. <laughs> what is the likelihood that everyone who follows you or is connected to you on your social platforms is going to see that one message that you share at that exact moment, right? I mentioned this earlier. It's pretty minimal. Most people are not going to see what you post. And I shared this um, in uh, a previous email about having done this, like I said, with my little experiment on Monday, but I'm going to give you it in bullets. So hopefully it's a little bit more tangible versus me sharing my story. Okay. So first I went to the landing pages for the current lead magnets I have, and I added the featured images as well as Twitter and Pinterest image. Okay. So I did that then, and this is bullet pointed in the post, you guys, I scheduled them to be shared a few times with co-schedule. Lastly, I added them to requeue in co-schedule under the category WP chick landing pages. Um, and then I got those results. And again, I, I simply took the time to put my business first. And while I am wrapping up these last client projects, I would say January, they will all be done. Uh, only saying January because somebody else, the client had to put it on hold. Um, but it, in, in, in all fairness too, I should tell you that the landing pages had already been created. I created them with Thrive Content Builder. So my, the time it took me to do the setup this week was a little bit over an hour, maybe. And then for the Thrive pages, they don't take me long at all. One is pretty basic. The other one, I literally just caught I, it, probably an hour max for two pages. So um, it, it was gold. So the other thing I started doing, and again, we're talking about self-promotion because Kim talks in circles, um, I started doing is to go, I started going back to older posts. Right now, I'm trying to pick one category and focus on that. So as an example, let's take the category content, content creation. And so what I do, just go into the editor and I'm pulling up content and I look at, because I've been using social warfare for a while, first of all, I can see the social shares like and, and comments, right? So I can see which posts got more traction. And so I'm starting with those. So the first thing I'm doing is with these... So I go to the post 
and I'm adding a content upgrade. So I have one called, and I'm and when I say the word plus, but it's the plus sign, it's WordPress plus content colon the foundation of your business, right? Those two things uh, together done well can really drive your business. So what I did with that is one of the, and I, I hope you guys are following this because I feel like I'm talking all over the place. One of the uh, landing pages that I put into the requeue with CoSchedule is for a PDF called Create Content That Sells. So any post that I'm using the terminology um, about, you know, excuse me, the category uh, for content creation, it's an ideal content upgrade. So I created a little image in Photoshop and it just says, um, <laughs> I should have had it in front of me, right? I, and I closed Photoshop. But anyways, I created this little box and then I created a Thrive lead box. And if you guys would like a video tutorial on this, I am happy to do this. Um, and, and I added it into this post. Now keep in mind, guys, this is just one post. And the other thing is that what I'm doing is I have a, a few different lead magnets I can do this for. So I will create, say, three different content upgrade graphics. And I'm going to go back into any post that supports that as a natural content upgrade, right? Like I wouldn't do the create content that sells within a post about podcasting. I have a podcast lead magnet. I would do that. Um, okay. So then <laughs> from there, and again, this was just one post, you guys. I haven't gone any deeper <laughs> with this yet. And I'm not even talking about going deeper with optimizing that content because even looking at that post, it was maybe, I don't know, 650, 700 words. It looked so short to me because I'm, I'm writing so much more now. But then <clears throat> as soon as I optimize that post with the content upgrade, then I add it to requeue within CoSchedule. So I scheduled it to go out and then I added it to requeue so that it'll get plugged into my calendar for other times when I don't have things scheduled. Sure enough, <laughs> I got an opt-in from it within about seven hours. So again, in less than 24 hours, think about the leads that I generated for my business simply because I took the time to put these things in place. This sounds tedious, you guys, but you know, when I think about, um, I don't know, when I think about this space, it's, it's not so much that, you know, do the effing work because we know how I feel about that, but you have to take the time and inevitably, <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but it seems like, you know, it becomes a little bit of a domino effect. You go to do this and it's like, oh, let's just take the landing page. I'm going to go get this landing page up. Oh yeah, I got to go either create the tag or the form of the list in my email. Oh yeah, I got to go create the the follow-up sequence. Oh wait, I got to link the download to it. <laughs> and that's before you even get in to create maybe the light box, right? And ideally you've created the lead magnet before, but there's another step. So you can see, like you could spend an entire day taking care of a landing page, a lead magnet, a, you know, the all, it, it could take you the day to do that. But it has to be done. <laughs> so, and personally, I'd rather spend my time building my assets and my business, right? And that's not a dig at clients. Again, you guys, I've got awesome people I'm working with, but every time I'm working on something for somebody else, I'm not working on it for myself. And there's a balance. And if you love what you're doing and the client and client work services, whatever that is, whatever that looks like for you, you still need to take that time to make sure this stuff is getting done because that's how you get more clients. That's how you get more subscribers, right? Um, and the other thing is, 
you know, keep in mind with this whole self-promotion, you know, content upgrades, how this all ties together, keep in mind that the goal is to be providing value all the time, right? I think that goes without saying, but don't be afraid to go to go back to older content. And you can send people back to content as long as it's it's relevant. Don't worry about when it was created. I mean, obviously, I wouldn't go back to, say, a video post I did five years ago. <laughs> One, my skills are very different. But two, a dashboard of anything I log into is going to look totally different. Now, what I could do is do that same video and update it, right? If I wanted to do something like that. But don't be afraid to send people back to your to previous posts, especially if you're like me and weren't really sharing them that frequently, right? So there's a few options there. And again, this is one simple step. Um, I'm going to jump in with a little side note here. I talked about an app I'm testing um, and it was a guy who reached out and, um, he's in San Francisco. And anyways, so I've gotten early access to this. It doesn't even have a name yet. So that's how early it is. But basically I can take a piece of content, copy and paste it into this tool and it does an analysis for me and will tell me which keywords I can include, what, who's competing above me, you know, what I could try to do to improve the post. So that's a whole other can of worms, but I'll be doing that next year because my goal is leverage and automation in the the new year and getting a bigger bang for my buck with stuff I've already created. Okay, Uh, that was kind of wordy and I hope it was not super, super circular. And uh, next we're going to talk about lead generation. I like how I have to tell myself what we're doing. Okay, (coughs) I do actually have this post. Um, all sorted for you. And I am going to talk about the web app I mentioned that forgot to add because I'm ending the post with this. But one of the things I've done recently uh, was survey my list. And I have to tell you, I was totally surprised that lead generation was the number one item that people wanted help with. And I, I think what surprised me is because, well, I should say that I was uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if surprise is the word here, but I was surprised that I had as many people on my list um, who have a WordPress type of business. I mean, they do WordPress sites. Not there wasn't anybody who said I'm a developer necessarily, but they have they they build WordPress sites. So, um, <laughs> to me that means you know they they know WordPress inside and out. They know their way around CSS, HTML design, and and can provide quality sites for clients but maybe don't think of themselves as a coder or programmer. I had a lot of people who who are graphic designers and support clients with WordPress and whatnot. So, you know, I, I think where I say it surprised me is because I had done a survey mm, a couple years ago, and it was less than half the people on my list. And what's funny is I feel like I'm doing, huh, well, here's food for thought. <laughs> my little realization and aha moment is as I've begun doing more content around building a business, it kind of makes sense that I would attract more business owners. Novel idea. <laughs> and, you know, more more than likely that you are a WordPress uh, user based on the um, my site. That's why you're on the list, the WordPress chick. I get it. Um, <clears throat> but for the most part, I think that what got in the way a little bit with this also is that within this space, um, I just... There has been a feeling, and I've talked about this before, that, you know, first of all, business owners understand that they need to market their business. Um, I think because traditional direct response marketing term- terminology has seemed so taboo 
in the WordPress space, I simply assumed that people with WordPress businesses didn't want that information, right? Meaning there's there's been this, um, although I will say it's shifting, you know, this anti don't use sales pages and marketing and all. I, I don't know. It was so people were afraid to to market. And then, of course, you have people who have created phenomenal products in the WordPress space and, you know, are having a hard time keeping those products running because it's it's created this, this um, feeling of not being able to charge for stuff the way it should. And it turns out that really, this was more a case of the squeaky wheel gets a grease, right? Meaning the people who were the anti-marketers, which I know is kind of a dumb name, but I just couldn't think of anything else. Um, but those people who poo-pooed the typical marketing jargon or strategies, you know, people who do that were doing so because they didn't like it. And in my armchair psychologist opinion, people tend to dislike things they don't understand. So when you really understand how something works, you're probably going to have a different opinion about it. Um, and Or maybe you won't. But if you don't, the pissiness and negativity isn't there the way it used to be, right? So what happens when you take it a step further and you start implementing these strategies consistently and with a real desire to master the strategy, right? Um, you know, these people, <laughs> meaning the anti-marketers, you know, all of a sudden you realize, oh, I can make more money. These strategies do work. And part of the making more money, guys, is that you get to help more customers, right? That Which is actually not part of it. It's the core reason you're doing it. But it was kind of like when I went back to this fundamentals and it was like, oh, email marketing and selling and, 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 or, or even copy where I thought, uh, what it just, it felt like I don't need to study it. And I never thought I was great at it. Let me tell you that way. But it just seemed like, eh, like it wouldn't be that hard. But it was when I started understanding the why behind it, right? And why it works and why people are interested in this and what makes people want to buy. Persuasion isn't a dirty word. Um, you know, scarcity. I think I talked to you guys about before. None of these things are are bad words. It's just that some people have different associations with them. And if everything you're doing, I don't want to say behind the scenes, but if everything you're doing up until that point is with integrity and the right intention, at some point you just got to say, screw it, right? You just, <laughs> you have to start doing those things that, you know, maybe make you a little bit nervous and might piss people off. Truly, I was concerned that I was going to make people angry when I was doing the daily emails, but it was like, too bad, too bad. <laughs> I've got bills to pay. Uh, I'm feisty today, you guys. I don't know what this is about, but, you know, so I I think this is twofold. I think I am a little feisty today, but I also think I'm owning this position that marketing works. And when you do things, like I said, with intention and integrity, all the right reasons, you have a responsibility to share it. You have a responsibility to put it out to the world. Um, You know, don't die with your music still in you, that old saying. So every single business on the planet needs customers, right? You'll notice I didn't say subscribers because subscribers are great. And this is sort of that point to the money's in the list, which there is there is a um, element of truth to that. But if if you can't convert a subscriber to a customer, it's, it's just costing you money. I don't care if you're a moving company, a dentist, a web designer, or a quote unquote internet marketer, you need customers in order to stay in business. And most customers ideally start out as a lead. I don't know how many people do um, just cold sales really, really well. And, and sometimes it's funny. I was looking at, um, 
the Mevo camera. Have you guys heard of that? M-E-V-O. It is for live streaming. It's by live stream. So you don't have to use your phone. Say if you want to do Facebook live video. And uh, I was looking at it because I was on a webinar earlier today with Hanny Mora, who is going to be back on the show in January. He has a new web app coming out called repurpose.io, where you basically can take a it's podcast, uh, audio, live streaming video for Facebook, and you can repurpose it. Like you can take a Facebook live and get it to YouTube. You can take your podcast and get it onto YouTube. It looks great. So uh, my point in this <laughs> roundabout story is that it, when I was watching this, you know, somebody was talking about the quality of the video because Facebook will compress it and you're, so you're going to lose a little bit of quality. But while I'm on this webinar, somebody asked that question. So then I went and looked up Mevo on Amazon. Amazon. Why did I look it up? Because Troy Dean has talked about it and tested it. So while technically I am not a lead um, by typical standards, because you know, it's funny. I don't even know. I am going to, I'm on, I've got Mevo's site open in my they don't even have a subscribe, see, which is kind of crazy to me. They don't have a blog. What are you going to do? But you would think they'd still want to, hey, stay up to date with what's happening. So food for thought for them. Um, but anyways, my point is that I wouldn't necessarily be like a cold customer for them. I'm a lead simply because somebody else has shared the product and had good experiences with it. Um, the thing is, you know, where I, where I think this space has gone a little bit sideways with lead generation, and I'm referring to internet marketing, blogging, social media, this WordPress space um, in, in general, okay, is that there's too many options. So hear me out on this, because you know that I am somebody who is not going to complain about tools, apps, or plugins. I love to touch them, play with them, look at them, whatever, right? And so I, that that literally is part of my day, you guys. I have my coffee. I have certain sites that I go to to look at. I kind of like to see what's happening and what, you know which is also where this web app uh, at the end that I'm going to talk about came about as opposed to a plugin because I see a trend happening here. One, you can serve a bigger market. And two, there's less conflict. You don't have to worry about the environment that WordPress is sitting in, right, to get this to work. Um, anyways, but the problem is that you have to have a foundation working first before you can jump into more complex strategies, right, in terms of lead generation. So let's take the entire model of a, uh, or concept, I should say, of the funnel. And love it or hate it, the word funnel is here to stay. Funnels work. They increase sales, they drive more leads, and they automate a ton of work. Another app side note, I, I, I'm really hope you guys are following me. Um, there's, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of Wilco Decray. He's been in this space for a long time. He had done some original Facebook page plugins and stuff, and and he's a big Facebook advertiser. And so he has a suite of tools. They're web apps called Connect.io. That's his company. One is Connect Audience. He's got Connect Leads for Facebook lead lead ads. Uh, Connect Retarget for retargeting. And he is um, launching this Connect Explorer in January. I'll probably share it with you guys. And so. My point is he has a very complex funnel on the back end of all of his product launches. He does, and and this is his business, so he's not the JVZoo. It's going to be here today, gone tomorrow. Okay, this is his business, the Connect.io. And so what he does is he has a lifetime price of his products initially that he then builds out a pretty complex funnel on the back end, upsells, downsells, that whole nine yards, right? Which, yeah, can be a little bit tedious when you're going through and you're like, look, I just want to buy the lifetime. 
But my point is he didn't start out that way, right? He started selling one product. He also now, because I've watched Wilco's um, evolution probably over maybe the last four or five years, I think I is when I initially found him. I should have him on the show too. But, you know, he's he's gone from launching an app, trying this, maybe doing different things, and he has found his space and he's built a foundation. You know, he he they create content, he does webinars, he's involved in the community. The thing is, you know, a funnel isn't going to work if you can't get your basic opt-in converting on your site. If you're not building an audience, connecting with people and providing value, you better have a boatload of money to spend on paid traffic in order to get a funnel to work. And so here is what I would do if I wasn't converting subscribers and was struggling with lead generation. And for those of you who are listening, I bullet pointed these in the post because in the post I said, if you're just reading this, I go into more detail in the episode. The first thing I would do is I would talk to my audience. So you can start with a survey. You can simply ask people to respond. Start talking to people socially. Start talking. Say, hey, you want to hop on a Skype call? I have done that again. I don't think, I don't know if people believe me or not, or they just don't want to talk to me, but um, I'm like, you guys, hey, let's Skype. And so I've had a few people reach out and I'm like, I, let's connect in person. Let's hop on a Skype call mid-January because I'm taking some time off. Um, but start talking to people. I, I'm going to give a quick story. And it's a shout out to my friend, Deanna Fenton, who has done a very good job. She's kind of developed this sort of I told her if she doesn't write a post about it, that I was going to, you know, lash her with a wet noodle. But I said, you know, share this because she's created a really good strategy around engaging in Facebook groups and where she has gone in to provide value and answer questions and connect with people genuinely. And then she's taken that conversation to help them just with something on Skype. Next thing you know, she's got a coaching client. You know, next thing you know, she's got another potential group coaching that she's pulling from this. And so she's she's talking to people is my point. So talk to your audience. And if you don't have one, join a group, go where those people are. I, I think Facebook groups are the easiest. Like I'm not in any, I don't belong to any forums. Um, although I should, the one forum I do want to get involved in is the TubeBuddy forum. Okay, so you talk to your audience, right? That's the first thing. Next thing you might want to do is change your lead magnet. And again, go where where uh, places you subscribe and look at what type of lead magnets they're offering. And obviously, if you've talked to people, hopefully you're going to get, obviously, hopefully, I can't make up my mind. But <laughs> if you have talked to people, you've got an idea about what would be helpful. And what I will tell you is there's a lot of opportunity to think outside of the box with lead magnets. Don't just think you have to create this super long ebook PDF. You can do a one page like I did with my one page WordPress marketing plan. It's an infographic, but then I did a PDF. And of course, I excuse me, uh, an audio. And if I wanted to, then I could take that and transcribe the audio. But I thought, you know, I'm going to do an audio and an infographic. Okay, good. But change your lead magnet. And ask people if you have a subscriber list, okay, and again, I know if you don't, this might feel frustrating, but if you have a subscriber list, ask them what title works. Even if you kind of are leaning one way or the other, you might be surprised. It reminds me of doing the the headline optimizer test with the Thrive Headline Optimizer tool, where <laughs> I swear to you guys, my original headline, I, I think one out of the last 10 tests I did, the original um, I forget what it's called off the top of my head, but the original one, <laughs> you know, the control, that was it. Everything, all the other ones, it was another one that, that one. So just, just ask people, but again, 
talk to your audience, change a lead magnet. Next thing you want to do is set up a couple landing pages. After that, you're going to send traffic to these landing pages. And my example of what I did with CoSchedule and my landing pages shows you that you don't need to go buy traffic yet. Start, look at all of this as as, uh, data, right? That you have to pay for data, whether it's through time or money. And who wants to financially (laughs) pay for data if you can do it for free, right? So you want to send traffic to these landing pages. The other thing that I do think is of value that a lot of people um, stopped doing is get people to share your lead magnet. You know, if if there's something, I, I can't tell you many times the same thing. I tell people, send me your posts. I'll share them. If it's of value to my audience, I'm totally happy to share it. But, you know, you have to get traffic to these landing pages. And better to test it socially to see if it converts as opposed to doing it with money. And then you need to measure which page is converting. So even if you're not, I'm not talking split testing, but say like I did where I've got um, two different lead magnets and they're kind of, they're different. Well, yeah, they're kind of different subjects, but they support each other. Um, but if I were to share them equally, you know, in, and you have to sort of set up these types of tests. So you can either say, okay, I'm going to share this one Wednesday at the best times. And I'll share the other one next Wednesday at the best times and see which one converts. There's a lot of different ways you can do this. Don't overthink it. You guys don't just, just see what works better, but simply start paying attention. And from there you need to tweak and test again, try a different headline for the page, try a different name for your lead magnet. So do you, do you remember when I talked to you guys about that, um, whole YouTube thing that I thought it was going to be one thing. And then it turned out to be like something completely different so you don't want to go that way. <laughs> but here's an example. I have um, my Thrive Opt-in Funnel course, right? Like how to build your Thrive, how to build your Thrive Opt-in Funnel. Well, first of all, no one's going to be searching for how to build my Thrive Opt-in Funnel. But what they are searching for is how to build landing pages in WordPress, right? Or so what I need to do is is kind of step back and say, how can I structure this so that the result is what they want, but maybe I'm not pulling the name Thrive into it. Just an example. Okay, so those are the first bullet points. Now, the next thing that I would do is a site audit. And what do I mean by that? Um, and I don't mean like a technical site audit where I that that is ideal, right, in terms of speed. And I know I've got my own work to do on that. But take a look at your site and say, where's your primary opt-in offer on your site? So if you go to my homepage, it's at the top. It says start marketing. There's a button. And then you scroll down. It's there also. And then on the... <laughs> Every internal page, you guys, it's right at the top under the header and the nav. It takes up a decent amount of real estate. I also have it as a post footer opt-in for every post. What I need to do is add an exit pop-up. So you see what I mean? You guys, this stuff never ends. Um, but start looking at where this is where this is going. And or or here's a great example. What about if I took my podcast post? And I did a slide in, right? I have a lead magnet. Now, mind you, I'm not always talking about podcasting with with you guys. So <laughs> rarely talk about podcasting. Um, but I could come up with something that is just for podcast listeners. So on every post, I have a slide in, right? And again, so you're kind of segmenting what's going on. Um, content upgrades. Where can you add a content upgrade within uh with your primary opt-in in the offer right so that one i've got this download your one pra- one page wordpress marketing plan not easy for me to say so anywhere i've sort of got just content about wordpress that's an easy 
content upgrade, right? Again, I'm not going to put a podcast, you know, generate leads with podcasting with in, into a post that's not about podcasting. Um, and do you have posts that you can convert to lead magnets for a content upgrade? So let me get, okay, here's a great example. I had done a couple years ago, which would, this would be a great post to do revised and new, um, but it was, uh, bear with me if the title's wrong, but WordPress landing pages, squeeze pages, and sales pages. And I talked about optimized press, lead pages, and something else. <laughs> I clearly didn't make a good impression. It was a few years ago. Okay, well, what I did is there were three videos, and it was a pretty lengthy post. So I simply copy and pasted it, put it into a PDF, including, you know, put the videos in. And then at the end of that, I said, hey, if you want to save this for future reference, grab it here. So I wasn't, it wasn't a technical content upgrade in the sense that I was taking the content a step further. But I was, I was trying to find who was interested in this type of software, right? Um, and then again, are you split testing headlines? You guys, when you hear the word split testing, it, it kind of makes, I don't know about you, but it's just like, uh, you know, it's like, I don't know, thoughts of statistics and non-fun math comes into my head. But truly, all I do is I write the headlines with co-schedule headline analyzer, and then I just go I push a plus button to add another headline to the post. And then I hit publish and thrive split tests the headline based on the visitors, which is also why I've stopped putting <laughs> um, the headlines into my featured image that's sitting within the post. I do it for social sharing, but you know, so do all of this first before you even think of spending penny on paid traffic. I only run Facebook ads. Uh, well, I don't have the time to, or energy or desire to learn anything else right now, meaning Twitter or AdWords or whatever. Um, I only run Facebook ads in terms of paid traffic, but I can guarantee you I wouldn't do any paid traffic unless I knew that people wanted the lead magnet that I had created and it was converting well. I know that one page marketing plan converts. It's a great infographic and it's an audio and I did a graphic that shows both. Um, And so after the holiday craziness has settled down and ads have and advertising on Facebook's a little bit cheaper. I'm gonna t- I'm gonna test some lead ads just to drive leads, right? Um, so does this make sense? All right. So this brings me to what I forgot to share with you guys last week. Oh, <laughs> uh, Kimberly. Okay. There's something about I don't know what it is, you guys, about software and apps and stuff. I never knew I was this technical or or had such an affinity towards this. Um, but the web app that I'm working on with Gordon Orlick uh, of Web Factory. Web Factory LTD. They've got a ton of, again, just a quick refresher, WordPress plugins. And they've been on the Envato Marketplace. They're pulling them off. He's done the Google Maps widget, like five minutes to get this beautiful plugin running. Um, but Gordon and I connected earlier this year, like beginning of summer, probably. Um, I had him on the show. He's hysterical, <laughs> super smart, too. And so we just connected. He's like, Hey, do you have any ideas? They do white labeling also his company. And I had thought up something that I wanted and it had to do with like checkout pages for a simple, if you wanted to sell a digital product, say, so we kind of started working on it and it just didn't get me super excited. I think that again, this sort of web app versus WordPress plugin, um, there are more opportunities, I think for things to go sideways with plugins, but either way, I get like a dog with a bone when I find things that I like and I want to do. 
and have always been in love with the idea of a web app, like I said. So I came across something that I wanted to do on my site for lead generation. Okay, so this is this all ties together. And let me just tell you the name of the app is called Lead Surveys. And you're, you can opt in for early notification. There's nothing else there other than just give us your email. Um, but it's leadsurveys.io, just like it sounds. And there's a link in the post. So what I wanted, and you guys know, I am not a fan of crazy, complex things that do my head in. So I had come across a site and it was similar to my little, the button I have on the homepage where you click the button and then a light box appears, modal window, whatever you want to call it. But what I liked about this was this was a very simple four-step survey, but it wasn't um, really complex. So step one, two questions. And it was, um, I'm, I'm doing this off of a bad memory today, but say the first question was, would you consider yourself an author, a blogger, a coach, a this, or that, whatever, right? And that was it. And then step two. And so then you would click next. Um, or I'm trying to remember, I'll have to double check if, if you answered the second question on the first. They didn't all have two questions. Then you answer the next question and same modal window is open. And there's like one or two more questions. And third then you go to step three and you can see each of the steps progressing. It wasn't a progress bar. It was like a one, two, three, four, right? And you could see, let's say the one, when you're on page one, it's got the solid color background and then the two, three, and the four are white, right? Okay. So you can see your progress as you're going. And then literally this little fourth modal window says, you know, give us, it, it was basically get your, whatever the lead magnet was and you enter your name or maybe just an email, but I loved it. Because here's the thing, there is this magic, right, to segmenting subscribers. And I have been paying attention to, like I said, you know, I look at apps and stuff all the time and plugins, and you see a lot of quizzes. I've had Josh from Try Interact on the on the show before. Um, there's other companies out there that do quizzes. The problem for yours truly when I go to do a quiz is I'm like, oh, what am I going to create, <laughs> right? Quizzes quizzes that are entertaining, um, educational, depending on the market, but there needs to be a level of entertainment connected to, to the quiz. And so I would get stuck. I could, I'd log in like, here's, here's one you guys, I was literally doing. And I, it just felt like watching paint dry as I was doing it, but it was, what's your content type personality? And it's like, eh, like what? what good is that? Like, who cares? You know, I don't know. I, I just couldn't find a way to make that parlay into anything that would make me want to do. So then I was like, I know, I know I'll, I'll pull in my little twisted sense of humor and I'll do something about like, if you were a Saturday Night Live character, who would you be? Right. But the problem again is it's like, that's entertaining, but is that going to bring me my right audience. You know, I might, I could target, like if I ran ads for that, I could target the right people, but still it's like, eh, it, it just, so I never pulled the trigger on a quiz for, for a lead magnet. I'm not saying they don't work. Don't hear my heart. Like not saying they don't work at all, but you still have a human being that has to create that quiz. And so I just was like, eh, no, I wanted something simple. And so Gordon and I were talking 
this has happened pretty quickly, you guys. We were talking a few, I don't know, weeks-ish ago, maybe a month ago. You know, maybe it's before Thanksgiving. Anyways, we were talking about the other project. And I said, let me ask you this. I, I asked, you know, why haven't you guys ever done a web app versus a plugin? We go into this question. I'm like, I have this idea. <laughs> well, fortunately, he is <laughs> very patient with me. Um, but they have done different, um, they've already created products and, and plugins for lead generation. Um, and so we started talking. Holy moly. Fast forward to today as I record this before Christmas. Um, and we're hoping to have something that, that I can dig in and get my hands on, uh, mid January and probably <laughs> Gordon's probably gonna listen to this, uh, end of January, beginning of February, we'll be launching this. Um, and the point of this is a couple things. I want to be able to segment subscribers in a way that, that doesn't get in my way and still delivers value and looks good. And the, and subscribers get a feel for, for how I market, what my business is about at the same time, right? So it's a win-win. I don't want someone to have to come in and, and, um, I don't, I don't know some of the surveys. Like I, first of all, again, thanks to everybody who did fill out my survey. Truly appreciated it through SurveyMonkey. That was great. But what I'm going to tell you guys in doing all my research, because I am the crazy troll that digs deep is there was nothing, there was nothing out there. I literally tried doing uh, gravity forms with five leads. And I thought, okay, I'll do the conditional logic and we'll have it. Oh, wait, I can't change the state for that. And there were some, <clears throat> some other, like a bootstrap tool. Um, there's custom coding that could be done. And I was like, no, like I, none of these appeal to me. I want to be able to log into somewhere. I want some templates that look really, really good. I want to be able to copy and paste a snippet of code and put it on my site, right? I don't want it conflicting with anything else. I want to be able to show, you know, if somebody has come to my site and they've already opted in, they shouldn't see it again, right? So there's all that kind of magic stuff that happens. Keep in mind, <laughs> as we started this, uh, you know, Gordon said, send me a wish list. And he's all, this is not a version zero wish list. <laughs> so that's all right. That's all right. Again, I'm, my goal for us with this is I'm I'm modeling as best as I can how CoSchedule launched and grew what has become a, a fantastic tool, right? Is that you you add features as you go. Um, and what excites me about it is that it's something that solves a problem. Trust me, you guys, I have been digging and digging and digging. Um, it's going to be competitively priced. It's going to just hopefully... Uh, it excites you guys too, because you're going to be able to get more data. Leads are not going anywhere. And I'm really starting to talk in circles, but you're not going to have to be some crazy, you know, ninja funnel master that can, you know, if, if you're not a fan of Infusionsoft, if you are, it'll work with that too. But to me, things need to be more intuitive. I don't want, I want the person who can do all that stuff to be like, this is a piece of cake. And then I also want the person who says, I just want to be able to do this, right? And I don't, I don't want to know how to, um, you know, maybe they're not interested in retargeting. Of course, that will be an option with all of this too. So we've got a lot of big plans for this. We'll be doing uh, some webinars 
in January to demo it at the end of January. Um, hopefully, <laughs> don't hold me to anything um, because I am not the one who's doing the coding. <laughs> Uh, I will be uh, the content and and the sharer and the promoter and all that good stuff. But this solves a problem that really frustrated me. I absolutely fell in love with this option. Um, we all know the whole deep dive survey through Ryan Levesque surveys work. But to me, they should be simple. I, I don't think that um, that something that helps you generate the right leads needs to necessarily do what your autoresponder does for you. So I know I'm being a crazy, um, <laughs> I don't know if cryptic is even the word, but I'm just excited about this. It's it's opened a whole new world for me in terms of how this all works. I, I've never, I, you know, if you look at, there's a lot of, you see a lot of web apps, right, coming out. And, and so you'll look at different pricing tiers. Well, every time, if you put a, a piece of script and I will have Gordon on to explain this in a more technical term. But if you put a piece of script on your site, a piece of script, if you put a script, I don't know how you want a piece of code. <laughs> I'm really sounding stupid today. Every time that that is shown or there's an action that happens, or there's a call to the server. And I really hope I'm doing this decent justice if you're listening, Gordon. Um, but there's a call to the server. So there is costs involved for that happening. Now, where you don't want to screw people, though, and again, I'm going to be talking about this quite a bit more. And hopefully, if you guys are interested, I want to share this journey because, like I said, this is totally new space to me. Um, but we don't want to screw customers by, you know, doing um, like a, a starter tier that gives you nothing and it's all branded with our stuff. It's just that's just dumb, right? It needs to be something that solves a problem for you, regardless of what level you're at. Um, so, but it's been fascinating to me to look at just paying attention to what people have done for SaaS products and what is sort of that lean startup methodology. And, you know, I made it really clear with, with Gordon Tim, like, I don't ever want to be like in an office. I, I like working remotely. I still have the WordPress chick. Um, but it excites me because everything that I'm learning there, I can share here. I'll be writing about it. Long story longer, because clearly that is the direction this show has gone today. <laughs> it's leadsurveys.io. Uh, I think lead surveys will be sponsoring the podcast next month. I'm very excited about that too. But so it's leadsurveys.io. It's just a notification, guys. And I'm going to be sharing and, and writing and creating content there, all based on lead generation. We're going to be looking um, for users that are, are case studies. I will be doing my own case study and tracking data. So excited. I'm really excited about it. Um, I'm a wee bit nervous just because, like I said, it's unknown, but I, I like to learn stuff. So there you have it. It is leadsurveys.io. Just sign up if you want to stay in touch and hear about it. Like I said, uh, hopefully we'll have a something to get my hands into mid-January. And then I would love to be able to do a demo webinar uh, towards the end of January. So uh, but again, not being the coder, I can't make specific promises. So anyways, that is it for today. Holy moly. I am so on um, vacation brain. <laughs> so hopefully this made some sense. And I don't know, I don't know if you guys know this, I have started putting, I'm going to start putting transcripts into the posts. I don't know if it would be helpful um, to have the transcripts. I write these posts out before. I'd love a little bit of feedback if if you would like the transcripts from these solo shows. Next year, uh, next year, <laughs> next week, 
will be the year in review post. So two solo shows back to back. And I was thinking, would totally love an opinion on this, um, of, of throwing in some extra episodes. And I'm just going to call them conversations with Kim. So let me give an example. I was talking to a friend recently, uh, my friend who is schooling me with the YouTube strategy. And we were talking about somebody I had referred, um, who has been a great client for me, but then the person it's like, yeah, I'll pay you, you know, at a, a later date or whatever. And I was like, what? Like, and the point is my friend said, Hey, it's totally my own fault. I didn't do this. I didn't do this. I didn't do this. Meaning I didn't, you know, map out. I didn't take a deposit. You know, it was a referral for me, but long story short, he said, Hey, I did this. <laughs> so I thought this would be a good conversation about those times where you say yes to something. And I had, you know, recently, uh, I don't know, a few weeks ago, had kind of, well, I didn't kind of, I said yes to a barter. Then I was like, I do not have the bandwidth for this. So before it even began, I had to say, this isn't going to work for me. And so we have a tendency to do that to ourselves in business. So I thought, I just want to have conversations with people um, and share them. No idea where it's going to go, what this is going to look like. But I just thought having those kind of raw conversations so you know you're not the only one that says yes or doesn't charge enough or how do I get out of this? Or how can I make a transition? Whatever that is. Um, you know, they don't have to be harsh, deep, whatever. They might be quick. They might be humorous. Who knows? But I, I think I might throw in some uh, conversations with Kim just as, as we navigate this journey, right? So stay tuned for that. Um, happy, happy holidays. I'm not going to go through a barrage of... Well, I say that, and then I start to say Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, Happy Christmas, whatever. Um, Much love to you guys. How about that? Have a wonderful holiday, whatever you celebrate. And uh, I will be back for my last episode, Word of 2016 next week, whining, uh, wrapping up the year, doing a year in review. And I promise it won't be super depressing, but it's been a hard year. Uh, But I am living to tell the tale. So if you haven't, I would love a review in iTunes, guys. It would mean the world to me. Thank you to everybody who has. And I, I want to do a couple quick shout outs if I can remember. I got, let's see, to those of you who responded to my email today, let's see, Sue, Todd, Travis, Steve, you guys, thank you for telling me you love the emails. Keep them coming. Appreciate that. Robbie Beaver Builder left me a review. What up, Robbie? God, I've connected with some really great people lately. Um, Tess on Twitter, I, I hope. <laughs> I, I should not do this stuff off the cuff because we know where it's going to go. All right, guys, have a wonderful morning, afternoon, evening, wherever you are. And I will talk to you, talk at you, talk with you <laughs> next week. As always, thanks so much for listening.